Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Rose, and today I'm coming to share an experience I recently had with all of you. Um, I started, as many of you may already know, I started doing EMDR therapy. It was something that just kept showing up in my world. Um, I think the episode with Lata, you guys heard me and her talk about it briefly. And she was like the last person who brought it up where I was like, okay, I'm going to ask my, I have a, there's a relationship psychologist that I meet every morning at the dog park. Um, and so I was like, I'm just going to ask her tomorrow. First thing, does she have any recommendations for therapists who do EMDR in the area? I found a match like we had a call the exact same day. Um, and so it was a really accelerated path for me. I feel like it was something that I definitely needed on my path. And I'm going to share my experience with you guys here today so that if anyone's having any resistance or wondering about it, or maybe it's been showing up for you as well, something that you want to explore to help you release trauma, to help you rewire your brain, or just release things that are stored, um, that, you know, for me, how I explain my experience with healing is that I've always struggled to access. And I think most of us do it. You know, if you've read Happy Days by Gabby Bernstein, which I've recommended here a few times, she talks a lot about how she didn't realize she had um, a sexual abuse in her childhood because our brain is really effective at protecting us from this information so that we can survive. And so, so many of us walk around carrying trauma and experiences in our brain, in our cellular DNA, in our bodies, in our auras, without even realizing it's a part of us. And, you know, I've known that over the past two years, I really have, I've done a lot of work to process the emotions as far as I think I could on my own and with traditional talk therapy. And I needed something to bring me a little bit deeper as I was ready. Um, interestingly enough, my, like, I just kind of fell off the schedule with my traditional therapist. I like for a few months, like it just did not feel the pull and the call. Um, and maybe there was some resistance in that. And then as I, the moment I made that decision, I was like, I'm no longer, <laughs> you guys know the episode, I'm no longer available for my bullshit. I'm not saying suck in these cycles. My life has rapidly transformed and it's been just maybe a month of me or two of me deciding that my life was going to look different and that I was not going to repeat these cycles and that things were going to change. It is like rippled out into all of my areas of my life by really making that a dec declaration. And like, I will do 
whatever's brought to me, I'm ready to process this. I'm ready to deal with this. And here's the thing. I couldn't have gotten to this place until I was fully ready and open to feel it until it felt safe. And I think I had shared this with you guys here. Maybe it was over on the podcast where um, everything in my life just kind of calmed down recently. It's just felt really stable, really grounded. I felt supported community-wise, emotionally, mentally, um, even financially. It's felt so just good and stable the past few months. And... um, that in that space, I was ready, right? I was, my brain was ready to handle whatever it is that's stuck down in the um, crevices of my brain, essentially, right? And so I want to remind you guys that it's okay if you're not ready to deal with what wants to come to the surface. It's okay if you're not there yet. It's okay if it doesn't feel safe to process that. Um, it can take time. So, honor where you're at. And if EMDR is something that is calling to you, here is my experience. So the first two sessions that I did of EMDR, we like built in some resources. And I think this is probably how most EMDR experiences are, is that you build in resources and tools that essentially can help you re-regulate if you go into like a heightened nervous system state. On session three, we finally did a actual session of EMDR. So how my therapist does the EMDR, she uses hand movements and my eyes follow those um, rapid movements of her hand. Again, what I'm going to like put the disclaimer out here is make sure that you are doing this with a professional, someone who is certified, um, someone who has the training, someone who can hold the correct space when we're dealing with trauma. We don't always know what's going to come up. We don't know um, how your body's going to react. And you want to find a really safe space with someone who can hold that in a non-judgmental way and also help you re-regulate if you get into a heightened nervous system state. So you pick a target. Um, She was like, so this is what she had me do. She had me think of something that still had charge around it. And I chose, I I lost a friend um, when the, the cult experience happened. I was like in a really traumatized state after that. And I just like was insensitive. I, I, I said some things that I like wish I could take back. And I lost a friendship that was really near and dear to my heart because I didn't really understand what I was dabbling in energetically. And I think this person did. And there's still a lot of grief around that. Like she was like, pick something that still has an emotional charge for you. Um, and so that was that's something that like, Every time I think of this person, I like can feel it in my heart space. There's just sadness and loss and that's okay. You know, like I've, I've come to terms with that, that loss, but I also am like, I'm so ready to release this charge around it. So that's the target that I picked. Um, as we, and then what she had me do is just like, let your brain follow you wherever you want, wherever it wants to go as I move my hands back and forth. And so she would do it. I don't even know how long it was for. She would do it for maybe even like 30 seconds or something like that. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I would follow and it could have been longer. It could have been shorter. Excuse me. Um, it was kind of hard to like 
no time because as she was doing this, she's like, let your brain go where it wants to. And it was so fascinating to me to almost have these like memories pop back up. So there were moments, and I'm not going to share all of the details because I don't want to traumatize anyone with my traumatic experience. Um, so there was details that I remember that I was like, you know, tearing up about and crying about because they were just, I didn't even realize there was still a charge around them. And then one of the things that came up was there was a friend, again, a lot of this is around grief and loss. I think it's the part that I have the most trouble processing but as she was doing the rapid hand movements back and forth all of a sudden this like person popped into my head and and she was a part of the cult um i lost her as a friend as well because she actually stayed in the cult and um there was i had so much anger and resentment towards this person because she had sent me a cease and assist. She was the lawyer who sent me like, not a cease and assist. I keep saying that. I don't even know what cease and assist actually is. She sent me a intent to sue with defamation. Um, when everything went down and I started to speak about my experiences and what actually happened there and who this person really is and who they're working with. Like I had started to share all of that experience and, um, someone I had considered a really close friend was the person who sent me the letter. And I didn't realize underneath all of that anger, how much, oh, I could cry just thinking about it, how much sadness and grief there was. I'm gonna pause this for a sec. For the loss of that friendship, um, for a really long time, this person was someone like, we would talk on the phone for hours, we would like spend time together every week when when we moved to San Diego. She was a really close friend of mine. Um, and I always felt really safe in her energy. And so it was just this betrayal and sadness and also just like sadness for her that she, she didn't get to leave when I did. Um, and so it was really cool for me to see underneath all of that anger, underneath all of that rage that I had felt towards this person for a long time, like how much actual sadness there was underneath the surface. Um, And so what was really, it was actually interesting too, how the brain processes. So after that came up, she kept going and we just kept letting the brain go where it wanted to go. At one point, my mom popped in and I was like, I, she was like, what you, so every time she would stop, she'd be like, what did you think of that time? Or like, what came up that time? Um, and I was like, I was just thinking about my mom, actually. <laughs> and then uh, we'll get back to that. And so it was just like, and then all of a sudden I was, um, the next time she, we went back in, um, I was thinking about like being in the mountains in my mountain house or like skiing in the, in Aspen, like there was different things that kept coming up. So it was almost like we went through the trauma and then my brain shifted gears at like my mom was the interject. And then all of a sudden we started to go to things I wanted to create. And it was so fascinating how the brain knows how to give you, um, almost like to like, okay, that was enough for one day. And then it shifted gears into things I wanted to create. And it was nothing that I was forcing. It was just like my brain was just going where it needed to go and exploring what it needs to go, what it needed to explore. And we processed some grief and some really heavy things came up that I was able to like see in a different light. 
and shift. And obviously there's still an emotional charge around that, but at least it's not, <laughs> at least it's not the anger. At least I got to the truth of what the emotion was. Um, and then <laughs> we were talking at the end and I was like, I was like, oh, and then my mom, I, I was like, it was interesting that my mom popped in. She's like, I was like, it was almost like a normal day where I'll be like doing work and my mom will just like pop in and FaceTime me in the middle of a work day. It was, kind of, that's, that's how it energetically felt to me. And she was like, oh, how smart your brain is. My, when I say she, this is my therapist. She's like, how smart your brain is that, um, it knew to interject with something that is so regular and common that when you were maybe getting yourself a little worked up or like processing something really heavy, you needed something a little bit lighter, like thinking about my mom or what she's doing or how she might enjoy EMDR, like these just like very common thoughts um, to interject in something that was really hard and with someone who is such a support person in my life, right? So I don't know. It was, it was a really cool experience. If you've ever felt called to it, I highly recommend it. Um, for me, it's been really effective and really helpful for seeing my shifting my perspective, seeing things differently. Of course, I've only had one session, so I'll tell you guys how I'll keep you guys up to date as we progress how these sessions go, but I've already felt like there's been a shift with just one or two sessions. So that is all I have for you guys today. Um, if you like this episode or if you can think of someone who might need this or might, who's been maybe on the edge of therapy and wants to know what it's like and what the experience is like, please do share this with someone, share it on your Instagram, share it with a friend, whatever it is that you feel called to do. Okay. I love you guys. Thanks again and have a beautiful day. All right, my loves, I have to tell you guys about a breathwork app that I've been obsessed with. So you may have heard me talk about this a few weeks ago. I got a membership to Othership and it's a breathwork app that to me is so, it's, it's genius. Like I have always struggled to follow along with YouTube breathwork sessions or um, like listening to guided breath work, it has always been really difficult for me. I've like needed to be in person. And when I go onto Othership, it literally feels like I have someone there with me guiding me through it. And the way that the breathwork app is structured, I can literally hear the person, the way they're breathing in and out on the breathwork. I can like know what they're doing. So it just makes it really easy for me to follow along. Plus, I don't know about you guys, but like, how my morning routine is structured. I go for a walk in the morning. I come back. I sit on the couch. I journal and I meditate and I end up feeling a little bit tired after that like meditation and journal sesh. And I use it. It's like a five, 10 minute practice to bring me back up and get me energized as I go into either my workout or my work day. They, every single day they drop a new, um, actually two new practices. So you get a up practice and a down practice, which I think is really cool. So you can use it to bring you down if you're someone who maybe has trouble sleeping or clearing your head. Um, I know for me, if I'm struggling to like actually drop into meditation, I'll use one of the practices to get me like connected into my body. And that's been really helpful, especially as I've noticed as I tr have, triggered these traumatic experiences. It's almost harder for me to get out of my head when I go into meditation. So the breath work almost primes me to 
drop in. If I'm having one of those days where I'm just having a lot of swirling thoughts, it'll clear the thoughts for me. So why I'm sharing this with you guys is that I have a two-week free trial for you guys. I partnered with Othership because I love them so much and I want to share them with all of you. Um, I'm going to put my affiliate link in the show notes. When you sign up with me, you get that two week free trial. I'm also going to put it, um, actually it's just in my show notes. And then if you have any trouble accessing that, you can also DM me on Instagram. Um, I just changed my handle to at she is Shelby Rose and you can get, I'll, I'll send you the link there. Okay. That is all I have. I love you guys.